Welcome to To The Point Cybersecurity Podcast. Each week, join Eric Traxler and Carolyn Ford to explore the latest in government cybersecurity news and trending topics. Now, let's get to the point. Good morning. Hey, Eric. Good morning, Carolyn. And good morning, a good day to our listeners. Welcome to To The Point Cybersecurity. Um, today, it's just me and you. Outstanding. It's been a long time. Have we ever done with one with just me and you? You I and know Erica. Eric and I did. We have to have mm-hmm. her back. But maybe not. Maybe it's been a long time, like forever. Yeah, yeah. So today we get to do our our top 10 countdown of our favorite episodes for 2020. I can't wait. I, I know. I mean... It was hard, though, for me to narrow it down to 10. And we did cheat a little bit because we have a couple of double headers. So we, we, it's our top 10 guests. We, we do. And not to, not to diminish any of the other guests, but I, I, uh, I, I agree. I think there were some really, really great ones that stood out to me. And I actually found a theme that I'll tell you about, which I learned oh. a little bit about myself in the process. It was great. Awesome. Well, before we dive into our countdown... I want to ask our listeners to go smash the like button and share this episode. I'll say the first 10 people to share this episode. We're going to give them a a book. You know how I love to give books. So we got to decide what book. So what are you reading, Eric? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I'm reading a lot. This is an interesting one because that was my theme. Really? I don't want to go into it now, but we'll have a couple of books. They can uh, maybe ask for the book they want. Okay. I think that's good because, you know, the talent war is one that we can offer. Oh, also, since I'm on video, I noticed I'm wearing my favorite Christmas attire. I'm going to wear it to all the fancy parties I'm going to. Darth Vader? Darth Vader and his stormtroopers. Nice. Okay. So uh, the talent (laughs) war, you mentioned the talent war right here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I keep it by my, uh, I don't know, my my desk side. Yes. So, okay. I I think since- yeah, let, let's hit it. We're doing a Letterman countdown, right? Okay, so since you just- uh, For all the millennials up, out there, we're going 10 to one, like a rocket launch. There we go, Oh, uh, wait a go. minute, the, the millennials might not know that either. Anyway, we're going from 10 to one, <laughs> descending order. Hit it, Caroline. Careful, do not offend our millennials. They are half our workforce. <laughs> They're more than half. They are our future. <laughs> That's and right. uh, I've actually been reading a great author, I'll share at some other point, not cybersecurity related, that, that basically says- you know, America will be okay. And, and it's fascinating. I'll, I'll get into it more later, but let's hit the okay. top 10. You, you, you just introduced it. It's, it's George Randall with episode 101 and it's the talent gap. The and talent we, war. Well, so we, yes, the, the book, the talent war, and then we talked about the talent yeah, the gap same. in cybersecurity. And so, I mean, I loved, first of all, what a fascinating guy to talk to. And his yeah. co-author, Mike Sorelli, is, is a former Navy SEAL. And right. they apply um, the methodology of the SEALs, a lot of that, to the workforce. Which really goes to hire for character, train for skill. And when you talk to those guys, there are no, you know, you can't go and hire a Navy SEAL from somebody else. They have to create them. So how do they hire? They look for the right character traits that they can then train and and create Navy SEALs or special forces operators 
And I think in cyber, we see a lot of the same, mm-hmm. which is what I love about it. Yeah, I, I mean, you just brought up the point that um, really stuck with me from that episode was they said, if we were only looking for SEALs who had seven years experience, which is what most job um, postings require, right? Right. So if if they only went and found SEALs who had seven years of experience, we'd never have a Navy SEAL. Exactly. Zero. Right. So, all right. So number nine, this one I chose, well, number nine is episode 98 with Derek Weeks. And oh, it was all, okay. yeah, it was all about DevSecOps and why we should care about it. And I really liked this one because it surprised me. I've mentioned me before, I thought it was going to bore me to tears and Derek was no offense, and, Derek. No offense at all. Well, but that was the thing. Derek was so fantastic. It kind of got me interested in DevSecOps. So I've been in security a long time now. And as I know you have been, it surprised me also. It, it totally opened up a world that I wasn't exposed to to any great extent before, especially as we're moving into cloud and things are changing. And we always ask the question, you know, how do we solve this problem? But a lot of it starts with putting out secure applications and doing the right things from the beginning. And that's what Derek brought out for us. I I, I loved that conversation. We had him back, of course. Yeah. Right. We, so we've had him back twice this year. I, I thought Derek was phenomenal. I'm not a yeah. developer, so I agree with you. For me, I was like, okay, okay, developer, this is uh, let's see how this goes. It was great. Yeah. He was awesome. He, he, it was a great episode. All right. You want to introduce number, what are we at? Seven? Uh, we're at eight. Eight? Don't no. forget Magic Eight. Yeah, we did. Yes. George we are, and Derek. So I'm going to let you keep going. <laughs> we're going to get your counting down. All right. All right. We're going to keep practicing until we get to one. So go ahead. All right. So number eight would be Dave McDonald from the Navy. And okay. you say his title because I always mess it up. He's the CIO of Nick Tam's Pack. What does that stand for? What is Nick Tam's pack? Uh, Navy communications, telecommunications. I'd have to look it up myself. Okay. Uh, all right. But basically all Navy telecommunications for the Indo-PACOM region, I believe. And then he has a couple of peers in the different, the different areas of responsibility or AORs. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Indo-PACOM is probably the most critical theater these days with everything that's going on with China. It's certainly the largest theater, um, all run predominantly out of Hawaii. So that's that's Dave's responsibility. So you love the crisis C- CIO. I did. And, you know, you and Erica got to do that one. So I loved it because I got to listen to Erica again. I listened to it again. Um, and it's two episodes. So it's seven, episode 77 and 78. And um, he had so many great sound bites. And I know Embrace the Suck, he brought that up and I'm like, yeah, that's what we need to be doing right now. Um, talked about continuity of operations and and how th- they're actually doing pretty good. Yeah. And resilience. And and that was, as I recall, it was probably early May, if mm-hmm. I remember. Mm-hmm. We were a month, month and a half into COVID. Yeah. We really didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know how long this was going to go. We had the aircraft carrier trying to think of the name of the carrier, which had been uh, docked at Guam. They had, they had 
several deaths. They lost their captain. If you remember that COVID oh, overtook right. the ship. Yeah. The yeah. Teddy Rose, it was the USS Teddy Roosevelt, I believe, a Theodore Roosevelt. But yeah, he, I mean, that was, Dave took it on early on and talked about the crisis CIO. He talked about resilience, which I think was great. Well, and I loved, we just had him back. Um, and I loved what he talked about now, just that we're in this together. Don't suffer alone. Talk to somebody. And that really resonated with me because, I mean, I'm talking to my friends. I'm talking to you um, about things that are hard for me right now. It's important that we we're in this together. And I, well, he, I really love that. Yeah. And he wasn't the only person to talk about people. Yeah. Right? We, we, talk, we talk about people in cyber. We talk about the two million person shortage in talent by, oh, yeah, that's right. It's 2021. This coming year, you know, the predictions mm-hmm. were, I'll, I'll have to check and see where we are. But I think it was uh, ICCC. I, I, I think it was ICCC. I got to look up. But they, they had a 2 million person shortage of cyber talent by 2021. This is going back probably to 2017, 2018. So I want to check in where we are. But Dave and many others talk about the people, how important the people are. Not tech. We never talk products in, on this podcast, but the people. Yeah, you know, and that you're right. That was a theme with so many of our guests. Like, I bet we could go back and almost, I bet 90% they talk about the people and that that's like their number one concern. And that's what you have to take care of first. Agreed. So, so what do you have for right. seven? Number seven is Bob Bigman, the Ooh. state of the adversary. Okay. I love Bob. He's, he's always the protagonist. He is. <laughs> he knows the space. He's not afraid to say what he thinks. He's exciting. He's he's a risk taker. And I love Bob. And remind me, he was former CIA? He was former CIO of CIA. Yeah, he was responsible yeah. for all of their internal systems. Yeah, yeah, he was great. All right, we're at number six. <laughs> okay, that let's try again. Right. George Randall, Dang it. 10. <laughs> Derek Weeks, number nine. Dave McDonald, eight. Number seven. Bob Wait, Bigman, we just did Bob that. Bob Bigman, six. The RSA episode. My list, I messed it up majorly, but okay. So number six, right? RSA. <laughs> yes, the special edition with RSA. And I'll tell you why I loved that one. Because Rachel Lyons, I mean, she's one of my favorite people. But man, she was just like on fire on point. Yeah. And Nico was there, too, who I love Nico. But man, Rachel just surprised me in that episode. She was talking about people and how important the human side of the story is. And that's really where we have to focus. Well, and really getting to what does it take for a a vendor to come to a show? By the way, that was totally impromptu. Caroline, I know you know this, but she was brought in. I carried a mic and my headphones to RSA. She had no idea we were going to do this. We started the podcast. Nico and I had it planned. And Rachel had no idea we were going to record her. She thought she was going to sit there silently. And Nico and I turned it on her and made her the subject of the podcast. Talk about how you make an RSA happen, what you're looking for, how you, you know, there's so many customers there. There's so many vendors there. Mm -hmm. What I've never seen before was talk about the sausage making. What is well, it like to put something like that together? How do you do it? How do you think about it? And I think that's good for customers yeah. and for other vendors. Yeah. And just, you know, talking about the teamwork, 
just that human side of it again. Um, right. But we're talking to somebody in, in public relations, no offense, Rachel, um, who they're so critical to the business, but people don't think about the PR side of the house. But what no. does it take to put that together, to make that happen? Uh, I thought that was a great episode. I, I, I love I, I love the surprise, though. Yeah, it was. OK, a great what episode. number are we at now? Five. Very good. Five? Very, <laughs> very nice. Very nice. OK. And five. This is, you know, he's my guy. So this is this is Peter Singer. Oh, yeah. And PW. That's right. PW Singer. So this is episode 80. Um, we brought him on to talk about his new book, Burn In. And he's a he's an author of what he likes to call useful fiction. And it's a blend of um, like the real stuff. So nonfiction, fiction, real stuff that's going on right now. But he's he's super tech savvy. So everything in his books, the first one that I read of his was Ghost Fleet. And they're all accurate. Like everything that could Ghost happen. Ghost Fleet, Like War, Burn yep. In. He's with New America, right? I think so. He's a yeah. smart dude. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I you know, talk about the power of the ask. Eric, I've, I've, I've um, been a little obsessed with PW Singer since I read Ghost Fleet back in 2011. And you know, the reason I read it is because it was required reading for a lot of people in the DOD. Um, right. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. Loved it. Like it's my jam. And so I, were, I, I just decided I wanted to get him on the podcast. And I was like, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask him. And I about fell out of my chair when I got an email back from him saying, sure, I'll do it. Oh, he's brilliant. And, and, and yeah. you know, the, I, I love the blending, the fiction, the art of the possible. This could really mm -hmm. happen with data, information. You know, we, we, we talk about disinformation. In fact, I've written and, and spoken a lot about it lately. And what makes disinformation so powerful is that we're fusing credible information with fiction, with fictitious information. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to go out and, and determine whether, you know, what's accurate, what's not. Like you can research, but it's it, as long as you fold in that, that, that legitimate information, when you research, you typically find that and the mind says, okay, this is, this is uh, the way it works, right? This is true. Mm -hmm. This is accurate because I, I looked up some data, if people even look it up. He almost does the opposite side. And I want to talk to him about this, should we ever have him back on, where he brings in factual information. This is the way cyber works. This is the way something happens. And he folds it in with the future, the, the art of the possible. Could be scary, could be great. Mm -hmm. But he, he did it. He does it with like war. He does it with burn in using robotics. Like this mm -hmm. is what it could look like down the road. I think the best thing about about PW, I'd say, in proving just how how valuable of a, a thinker, a futurist he is, you know, he, he became the beginning. The afterword of Burnin became the beginning of the Cyber Solarium Commission's. This is what this could look like if we don't do something, and he's yeah. changing policy. I I loved it. Yeah, loved. I, I, same. And you know, he's briefed the White House. He's. He is a smart dude. And, and it's the way I learn. The way he writes is the way I learn. I like the story wrapped around 
the the real stuff. I, so. I agree. And I don't have like war ghost fleet or, or uh, burning on my desk because they're not reference books, if you will, mm-hmm. but I've got them all three here on my bookshelf, one of my bookshelves. Yeah, um, so same. guess what? Another author. Yes. Right. So we had so. George and we had, um, Peter Sager. PW here. Yeah. Yep. Who else? And what now, else you got? Where, where are we four. now? We're, we're at four. four. Okay. Okay. David hey. Sanger. Another and author. He, another, another author, author, but not only that, he's a three time Pulitzer prize winner. Let me, um, let me show you my Sanger novel. Yeah. So in books, reference books, I will, I will mark them with, with, uh, posted notes. I will highlight things that I want to focus on. Mm-hmm. Probably my number one nation state type of book, the perfect weapon yeah, It's coming the perfect out. Weapon. It should be out on a document. It is. It's on HBO max right now. Boom. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that one really lit a fire under me to just learn more about cybersecurity and, and just really emphasize for me how important cyber is. And I, I think you said it in the episode that it's, it's scarier than nuclear. It is. Oh yeah. Because there isn't mutually assured destruction. It's, it's very one-sided, very unilateral in many ways. And you can't at attribute. Yeah. And it's, and really it's so, hard. it's easy. It's cheap. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it just really opened up my eyes. And he was so fun to interview, too. That was a really fun interview. Great guy. I, I got to tell you, I mean, he's he's been doing this a long time, so he is an expert in the space. I believe that David Sanger is probably the most informed and educated cybersecurity professional I've met in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even touch a keyboard other than to write, right? But mm-hmm. politicians... Operators, you know, cybersecurity personnel, vendors. When you talk to him, he has the way of pulling in the big picture. He's done the research. He's lived the space. He's talked to so many people at at so many levels. He knows this space better than I I think anybody I've met before. Like he just has this objective view into cybersecurity. It's, It's one of my top cybersecurity books, top two or three that I recommend to everybody. Well, and you call it a reference book, but for me, it wasn't a really hard read. He had enough it's stories. Of a it's like P.W. Story. Singer. They're telling stories. Yeah. Sanger happens to be telling, hey, this is what happened. Yeah. Singer's telling, hey, this is this the is world of, of the possible here. Mm-hmm. They're both telling stories and, and, you know, human society communications has been the, you know, storytelling has been the foundation, the bedrock of society from the beginning of time. And I think yeah. that's what both of these authors really grasp onto, which what makes them so powerful in the space, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I totally agree. All right. Number three, Steve, say his last name so I don't slaughter it. Steve Grobman. Steve Grobman. I, another book, another author. Another book, economy. another author. Yeah. And he broke my head. I'm not going to lie. Like we yeah. talked about quantum computing. We talked about securing the upcoming election, the Grobman curve, which. Um, efficacy over listens. time. There we go. E- efficacy we go. over time. Right. So when we first detect a, 
a, a piece of malware or some type of attack vector or some kind of attack, you know, the adversary has the advantage and then the defender creates product or capability or something to address that. The defender shifts and, and you want to shrink that time curve from detection to creating some capability. And then once you have that capability, you want to continually iterate or evolve it so that the, the duration of that capability, sandboxing is a great example, right? Mm -hmm. We had a problem, so we were able to sandbox and all of a sudden we could keep up with the adversary and we could detect what they were doing. Well, the adversary learned then quickly how to detect sandboxing. And how long does it take from proof of concept to development to deployment to the adversary pivoting and, oh, I can tell that's a VM running in a sandbox. That's the important piece that the Grobman curve points out, regardless of technology. And Steve, an Intel fellow, one of the most brilliant men, I put him up there with Steve Gates. I put him up there with or Bill Gates, excuse me. Um, I'm thinking Steve Ballmer and Bill Gates at the same time. But I put him up there with Bill Gates and a couple of other just, just luminaries in the business. Um, in the way they're able to think through a problem without mm -hmm. getting too focused on the problem. What does this look like long-term? Yeah. Yeah. Grobman it was, curve. It was great. It, it was, it was a really good episode. All right. A another two. one. Whoa, hold on. Quantum okay. blew, blew my mind, right? When he started going into the quantum, quantum I still don't really understand quantum. Physics. Why do we care I mean, about quantum, kind of? quantum yeah. computing, right? Well, yeah. It could invalidate all the encryption that you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty easy to understand. It opened up my eyes very rapidly. Like this could be a problem. Same thing with the election. Do we really have a nation state problem if we do mail-in ballots? Probably not because of the scale. Is it possible that some nation state could steal or corrupt some ballots? Absolutely. But they can't do it at scale. Therefore, we probably don't have as significant as a problem as we would if we did it all electronic and they had access to voting systems and things like that. Fortunately, we're a post-election right now, Carolyn, and it looks like we really had the most secure election ever, according to Chris Krebs, one of yeah. our prior guests. Um, yes. We will see more of him in the future. That's, that's my uh, prediction for 2021. I think Chris Krebs will be back better and bigger than ever. He was awesome. But we had a great election, but Steve opened my mind with the, uh, no, mail-in. The adversary well, can't know, deal with scale. Did you watch um, Krebs on 60 Minutes? I did. I did. He, yeah. So he mentions, he's like, the number one thing that we needed to make sure we had in 2020 were paper ballots. Yep. And and talking about how corrupting those, ex, it, he, he just echoed exactly what Grobman said with the paper ballots and the mail-in yep, ballots. Steve's a genius. Yeah. We should have him back. I love the way he thinks. Okay. What number are we on? Number two. Let's do it. All right. Katie Arrington. So oh, she's. Fire. Yeah. I've got her episode, on a call later on today. I'm on with her. I can't wait. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm jealous. So episode 62 and 63. And she was so fun. Like. Agreed. She, op she opened my eyes to. So she's running the CMMC program. Um, and there were a few things she said, but the one that I still think about is that she said, cyber is in every part of our lives, right down to the apple on my desk. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, we've got to make this secure. We've got to do better um, for our kids. So that was in the beginning of 2020. Mm -hmm. They were going yes. to release CMMC for the first contracts in, at the end of Q3, mm -hmm. September timeframe. 
they fell a little bit behind, but I'm very proud to say December 1, last week, they released CMMC, the, fir- the first pieces of it, to the street. Yeah, I've been going to see seeing- it in contracting, right? Nice. So that's awesome. Like, they got yeah. it done. Three-month slippage, we'll be okay. But yeah, and she's just awesome. so passionate about it. I mean, she really believes in what she's doing. She cares. We love that. Mm-hmm. It's about the people. She does. And she cares about what she does. She no, I does. Love, loved yeah. that episode. Okay. What's right, the last we're, one? We're to number one. I don't know we're if this will one. be much We've of a surprise. We've counted from 10 to, to one successfully. Yes. we. Well, you Hit helped it. me get there. <laughs> so our episode, our hundredth episode, General Stanley McChrystal. It was- author. Another author, team of teams. What a fantastic book. And what a fantastic man. And, and, and he brought it to that. cyber for us. Yes. And it made so much sense. And I've had people who don't know anything about cyber, are not technical, listen to that episode and text me or, or write to me and say, I never thought of it like that. I never thought of it like a human um, immune system. And it makes so much sense. And just, I mean, what a great guy. That was so fun. That was, that's a highlight of my career. Outstanding. Outstanding. I love the show, but that's a, that's quite an announcement there. Yeah. No, General McChrystal had a way of putting it into words that I think anybody could understand. He doesn't have a deep cyber background, right? Being a four-star general in the army. He, he obviously did have cyber uh, offensive and defensive capabilities, but it's not like he grew up in this space. And the way he looked at the problem, the way he he, he associated mm-hmm. um, with the body, with resilience, mm-hmm. uh, with with looking at how we think about the problem. Once again, going back to people, mm-hmm. another one blew my mind. That's what I love about these show the these shows we do. They're so different in the way they they work. The people we talk to. Uh, but we learn so much. I mean, we've got one heck of a catalog. 2020 was a great year for the such show and our great, listeners. Such a great year. Yeah. Yeah. So so you and I said this would be a short episode. Yeah, no, and- we're at 20, 26 <laughs> minutes or so. I know. Yeah. So so we got to wrap it up and let's um, offer our listeners the books that they can choose from. Okay. So, so I have them right here, except I was missing a P.W. Singer book or Burn three. In. Yeah. Okay. Burn so In, Like War. Or, or, um, Ghost Fleet. Ghost Fleet. Yeah. We have The, the Talent, Talent War, War from by George Randall and Mike Sorelli. Team of Teams. Team of Teams. I think you can get the second economy. This is more of a, uh, we'll get it to you. I, I have enough copies, but this is more of a, uh, uh, you know, a college PhD level class read. It's really good. There's some great stories in here. Just disregard the page after page of footnote at the end of each chapter because yeah. Steve really did his research with Alice and Sarah. And All then right, finally, Steve Drobin, the perfect weapon from David Dave Singer. Singer. So those are your choices. I'm going to throw in there uh, Cult of the Dead Cow, too, by That's Joseph right. Men. Yes. Another one of our um, two part episode. Yeah, yeah. And I really liked that book. And Mudge so, is getting a job in the new uh, administration. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. He was one of my heroes. Yes. I, I forget exactly so where, happy. but I, I saw and I thought of you. I I meant to say something, but it was, uh, I forget where I was at the time, but 
Yeah, he, he, he's getting a job in the new administration. So more awesome. to follow. What a great guy. All right. So there are the books to choose from. Listeners, go um, like us and share on LinkedIn and then tag me. Let me know that you have, have shared and then you can choose the book that you want. I'll send it to you. First 10. First 10, Eric. First 10. And you'll yeah. get the number right? Stop. <laughs> Just Stop. Just maybe you should count from one to 10 instead of 10 to one. Anyway, thank you for a great 2020, everybody. Carolyn, this is the year of you. We started with Erica and and she, uh, she moved on. Uh, We'll have her back, but I really, I've I've really enjoyed doing the show with you. I think, you know, the guests, the format so far, so good. Listeners, tell us what you like. Tell us what you dislike. We're looking forward to an incredible 21. Oh, that's what I wanted to know. Listeners, tell us. Tell us um, what your favorite episode was. Let me know. So, all right. We will talk to you next week. Talk to you. Have a great one. Thanks for joining us on the To The Point Cybersecurity Podcast, brought to you by Forcepoint. For more information and show notes from today's episode, please visit www.forcepoint.com slash govpodcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or the Google Play Store 